looks at her and says, Hey, darling, I can remember when you could start with love. Oh, but ain't that America? You and me, ain't that America? Something to see, baby, ain't that America? Home of the free, yeah. Little pink houses. And we're live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, waxers. If you will. To the Nostalgia Wax Podcast. My name is Frank, alongside my friend, my co-host, Josh. Why, hello there. Wax on, Josh. Wax on, Frank. How are you feeling this evening? Oh, potent. Potent. Po- potent. 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 I, I'm about at... Pop, pop, and peas. We're already through. We're already through. Mic check, sir. Potent potables for two hundred, Alex. Potent potables. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good and waxed up. Okay. Trying to turn a phrase, I suppose, or coin one. Waxed up. Waxed up. Waxed up. Hashtag wax it up. Waxed up. I. I, Hotness. I would really try to push that if I ever felt that we were going to be trending on Twitter at all. Soon. One day, my friend. Soon? Okay. Our waxers will get together, and they will hashtag something. Rides up! Sorry. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? All all I'm thinking is the end of Hamilton. (laughs) Rise up! Rise up! Eyes up! Time's up! Cobra! <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. Totally different episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that came out. Show you'd act as if you, You'd act as if we recorded these back-to-back. Or no Hamilton there. Oh. Show people got... <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda is a freaking hero, sir. I love Hamilton. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. So why are we here today, Frank? Why are we here? Because I believe the week that this episode is debuting is the precipice. Jesus. (laughs) I used it again. It's the penultimate (laughs) date. Listen, we're not going to be able to record another podcast until the... August um, 31st. So here's the summer's worth. Until the amazing date that falls... On the fourth day of July occurs. In the year of our father. The fourth, yes. <laughs> 19, blah, 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 blah. The fourth of July is coming up, isn't it, Josh? Oh, that, yes. That the fourth of July is, yeah. in fact, coming up. Yep. For those of you who weren't aware, you perhaps can try falling asleep tonight and perhaps hear the sound in the distance. Not of gunshots. No. No, well, maybe, depending on where you live. M80s and quarter sticks of dynamite. I'm now in Roseville. It's a coin toss. We we flip a coin to decide whether or not it's an actual firework or a gunshot. Yes. Strap up. Make sure sure the kids are put to bed and in their Kevlar pajamas. Mm -hmm. Sing them their 4th of July lullaby. How's the 4th of July lullaby go? Born on the 4th of July. Tom Cruise was. Born on the 4th of July. (laughs) That's 
That's all you got? No, that's it. All right. So Frank told me, he said, Josh, I really, really, really want to have a 4th of July episode. And I said, that's awesome, Frank. Frank, what do you have to talk about? Well, I got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I I imagine imagine some things will come to me. Okay. So let me see if I can pull from your consciousness, from your nostalgic point of view. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're doing. Some things based on the 4th of July. You want to pull some things or some things? Some things. Okay. If you will. (laughs) Oh, Dusty. We got a Dusty sighting. Didn't the Great American Bash happen on the 4th of July? Did it? I think it was around the 4th of July. Oh, Memory service. I don't know. Oh, I, buddy. I could be sorely mistaken. If you will. No, no, that's good. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> you leave the dusty to me. You, yeah. you stick to Randy Newman. No problem. <laughs> the only thing that's missing from this is the fact that <laughs> the Randy Newman classic from the hit movie Toy Story... <laughs> Wasn't a duet. No, it, <laughs> it could have been Randy Newman and Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> we, we're uh, future uh, episode. We're going to record that. Oh, okay. That'll that'll be our outro. Be We've our... been looking for one. Yeah, that, we have been. That's it. <laughs> so for me, I, it doesn't get much more Fourth of July than than fireworks. Yes, absolutely. And, and by fireworks, I, looking back at my history with fireworks, there's only really one question to ask. What the fuck? <laughs> who 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 thought it was a good idea to allow young hooligans such as ourselves to have any kind of explosive device, let alone feed us the tools that we would need for our own destruction? It, it kind of felt like I was being like when I started getting into fireworks here in Michigan. For the longest time, they weren't legal. So, my family, being a band of hillbillies, yes. imported them <laughs> from out of state. Indiana or Ohio. And we were talking M80s, we were talking black cats, things of that nature. And I got to watch my father, my cousin, and perhaps one of my uncles usually set these things off. And when I say set them off, packets Jada of firecrackers. What? Jada Pinkett. Queen Latifah? He said, set it off. Wasn't Queen Latifah in there? She was. Okay. It was, that was right around the time. Wow. Rabbit hole. <laughs> Just leave it there. Fourth of July. Yes. Relive fireworks. Back. Come on back. Yeah. Right here. Fireworks. Yeah. Vivica Fox. What, what made it okay for people to light fire, a package of firecrackers in their hand and then... This is how my family did it. They would light said firecrackers. Yeah. They would watch it spark and make sure that the wick didn't go out. Yeah. And at the last possible second, they were drop. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating death. Cheating not just death, but an extensive plastic surgery bill to yeah. have to reattach them you're, fingers. You're, yeah, you're losing fingers. Um, in fact, I, I I want to say it's like at least in the hundreds of cases are reported every single year, right? That someone does some kind of damage to their body with a firework. Here on the Nostalgia Wax podcast, we love taking a trip to a special, well, we don't really love it. We, we're fearsome about taking a side trip to a favorite place of mine. 
Do you remember said place? Yes. No. <laughs> Nightmare Town. <laughs> Nightmare Town. Yes, yeah, Nightmare Town. Population <laughs> me. <laughs> Love me some good Nightmare Town. So every year around the 4th of July, they always have Nightmare Town guests appear on the, no, the, the local news and yeah. remind you why you shouldn't light mm-hmm. off all these different explosive devices or let your children light them off. Like who, who, okay, who was the first person that said, ah, oh, I see here, we've got this gunpowder, we're going to wrap it. In this, in this gunpowder wrapping thing, and we're gonna light it, and it's gonna explode. Uh, first of all, I'm really proud of you because a this shows your complete and utter lack of knowledge, and b your complete and total lack of being racist because. I believe that the original fireworks came from, like, the Chinese or the Japanese or some type of Asian culture. Dragons. <laughs> yes. Yes, Frank. Dragons created them. Go back to your strength. Dragons <laughs> so or dinosaurs. That Randy Newman. No. Oh, okay. Good. Continue. God, this place is all over. <laughs> Folks, I, I'm doing my best. Continue. I cannot contain him. I only can hope to... Keep him limited to Steer. 50 yards. Steer. Steer so, lighting off these firecrackers, yes. it, it seems like it originally came from an Asian culture. Yes. Dragons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so, what, fire- was, what were some of your favorite firecrackers, Frank? Listen, all right. Uh, so... I was on the end of the spectrum, probably complete opposite end of your family was my family. My family was deathly afraid of it. It oh. was ingrained in our brains, uh, very small age, that if you even remotely get near a firework, something terrible is going to happen. You are going to lose part of your body. Can't tell you what part, that's up to the firework to decide. So in, in the lovely city of Warren, you left it up to either the professionals or the rednecks. Like myself. Well, you left it up to the uh, the uh, hood rats, the, the vagabonds that you associated yourself with. Because you always had, no matter who it was, it seems to be your family, but you always had that one family or that one friend that had the cachet. <laughs> Our family motto is, hey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, you had the family or the friend that had the cachet of all of that stuff, whether it be, uh, you know, M80s. Or they had the uh, Roman candles. Roman candles, yeah. Roman candles were a big thing, too. Um, uh, I had this one kid in my neighborhood that would actually just walk around with a um, a uh, like a, a sport water bottle filled with gasoline. And he was... <laughs> what? And he was <laughs> he was he was, he would spray gas. He would spray gasoline on the ground and then light it. It's not a firework. <laughs> what? Wait, I don't know what fireworks are then. <laughs> it sounds like an arsonist, Frank. 
Wait, wait was, a second. Why was he? Why why was he always around in November? What, wait a second. This doesn't make any what sense. What were we doing in Warren? Uh, so I no. He but that that was the type of kid who had like the cachet of all the fireworks, though. You know, gasoline water bottle kid. He also had all the things that would explode and things that frightened me. So even when people like my friends would start to mess around with these things, I would run as far away as possible, grab the nearest sparkler, and <laughs> twirl it around a little bit. That was it. That was me. I mean, I, I, I was frightened by them. Still to this day, they kind of throw me off a little bit. So you never had, like, Roman candle fights? No, God, no. That's how you die. <laughs> or, like, or uh, um, uh, bottle rocket fights, too. You hold the bottle rocket and, like, it fires off. So removing explosives from the equation. Yes. Did you ever have BB gun fights? No. I never even had a BB gun. I wasn't allowed to have one. Come on. You should try out, kid. Man. All right. See, wait, so you had BB gun fights? Yes. With the, and firework and firework fights and Roman candles, so that was yeah. like your your rocket launcher and you you got the BB gun well, and you, you got would, the rocket launcher. So I, I vividly I vividly remember we would be at my my grandmother's house where the rest of the family would gather. And we would have Roman candle, not not necessarily like a fight, but just dicking around with a Roman candle because it's the Fourth of July. Well, that, that's what it was. <laughs> so two people would go on like opposite sides of the terrible pool, yeah, the cement pond, if you will, yeah, and they would both light the Roman candles and they would point them at each other. And, and the- Roman candle, like it's it's not terrible. It's like a little. It, it's not an explosive, but it's. Like a, it's a projectile that it's can a projectile. stab you in the eye. Well, you don't point it at somebody's eye. How can you see anything? That thing is so bright in front of you, it blinds oh, anything. Oh, no, it doesn't. That's... You can, like, we could do it. We're not going to do we it. We could do it. That's not happening. We ever. should revisit this. Okay, maybe we will. Yeah, Roman candles, that'd be fun. So, yeah, we. but that's what you would do. You would shoot them at each other, and it would kind of, like, hit hit your chest oh, or belly. Oh, God, and, it actually it would... hit you? Yeah. Okay, this is terrible. It's not that bad. I want to... Okay. Waxers who are listening to this, please comment and let me know whether or not you had Roman candle fights where the actual Roman candles would peg you somewhere on your body. It bounced off. I guess that's better than sticking in you. It's it's the Carl Spackler response. What? It's not that bad. It's okay. Oh, dear Lord. I'm just saying. And then go further, the BB gun fights, which you didn't address. The BB gun fights, it would be my brother and I, and yeah. we would have our little rifle. Yeah, our, sure. Our daisy rifle. Yeah. Did you have protective eye gear? No, no. Okay. You couldn't do that. So we that, would... that is a glass eye. I always wondered. <laughs> your left eye, I always ah, wondered. You'll shoot your eye out. Yep. That was it. But my brother and I, we would go to, one of us would take the, the rifle, and sure. it would be, it would have, in order to get power to the BB gun, you would have to pump it, and you would pump it yeah. with gotcha. the, the lever, yeah, and you would pump it a certain number of times in order to sure. make it stronger. So the more you pumped... The harder that BB flew out. The harder the BB so flew So I imagine out. you limited the pump. Yes, we, was it, was, it was a one pump. Okay, but sometimes you snuck. 
an extra little pump in there, maybe an extra two pumps. I in there. did not. I was I was an honest brother. My brother could take speak to for, whether or not take this for getting Michelangelo it, for Christmas. It, bastard. It may it may have happened, but but that's what we do. We would one puppet and we would walk to opposite ends of our backyard, and we lived in the country at the time, so our backyard was rather lengthy. Okay. So if I'm trying to equate it to like normal suburbia backyards, I'm guessing. The length of our backyard was probably equivalent to like two and a half to three normal backyards. That's a big backyard. So it, it's, so we're on like three quarters of an acre. We basically. had six acres. Oh, where, well, okay. Yeah, a lot of it was That's wooded. That's like six backyards. Yes. Well, it, a lot of it was wooded. Okay. So I'm saying the length of our our yard. Gotcha. Would have been roughly like two and a half to three normal suburbia backyards. Gotcha. Okay. So one of us would be at one end, the other would be at the other. And we would bump up and shoot each other like somewhere in the body. We wouldn't aim for the head ever. And what happens if you did hit someone in the face? Did we, you get hit in the face? No, never got hit in the face. My brother, I, I never aimed for my brother's head. It was just one of those things. It's not like it was an ongoing thing, but hey, that's. And this happened around the Fourth of July. This yeah. would happen. Nah, just this was just any day. Shits and giggles, it. buddy. Shits and giggles. Okay. So back to the 4th of July. So back to the 4th of July. <laughs> what was your favorite firework? Uh, I, okay, so not any of not any of like the hand, the, the ones that you, well, you light all most fireworks with your hand, but none of the kind of stuff that you could do on your own. I liked more the professional fireworks. Oh, so you loved going places and watching fireworks. Yes, I I did enjoy that. And if we're talking about that, my favorite firework is the one that um, when it explodes, it explodes. It looks like almost like a weeping willow tree. The weeping willow firework, that, that would be my favorite. Oh, all right. And if we're talking about favorites that you did inside your neighborhood, um, whatever those little things were that um, you threw on the ground and they exploded. <laughs> the bang pops? The, the little snap, snap pops? Snappy Snappy poppers. Okay. Snappy poos, I think so, we call them. So let's talk about these terrible fireworks. Yes. And by terrible, we mean slightly awesome. Yeah. Because for us here in Michigan, we didn't grow up with like, hey, y'all come down. You can buy some black cats down here at the corner. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have that. No. We simply were stuck with fountains. Yep. Whatever people smuggled into the state. Yeah, fountains were snakes, weren't they? Or no, no, snakes no. were different. Yeah, snakes were different. Oh, no, don't don't disrespect snakes by trying to tatamount them with fountains. This is the amount of firework knowledge I have. God, I feel like such a redneck. Snappy poos. Yeah, so you had snappy pops, which you could buy at like the local Kmart. Yes, I, it was the corner store that I would run up and get them, and even then I would get yelled at sometimes for having them. They would. Your parents would bust you for it. Yeah, they'd be like, "What? Hey." Who's got them snappy poos? I'd be like, snappy poos. I got the snappy poos. <laughs> I feel, I feel like that should have been like they they ran into your bedroom when you were like fourteen and fourteen to eighteen trying to hook up with the lady. Who's got them snappy poos? Like, <laughs> it would be like a terrible time travel element to the story. Um, uh, that was uh, also like. You would, uh, I would have the friends that would take the snappy poos 
<laughs> Did you throw those at each other? Uh, yeah, throw them at each other. Oh, but also see, but that's not okay. There were some people that would try to like, like, would try to pop them in their hands. Yeah, like, snappy poos. Yeah, I, stupid. I wasn't, I wasn't man enough to do that. Uh, I was, I'd throw it at myself. Like I'd throw yeah. it at my leg and be like, oh, that kind of stung, but yeah. I could probably like not take it pop in my hand. No, I had this dude in our uh, in our area that would take those snappy poos. <laughs> what? <laughs> We are ruining the 4th of July for people out there who are just going to be like, oh, snappy poos. Snappy poos. <laughs> That's what we're going to call them from now. They're going to they, be like, we got to run to the store and get some of them snappy it, poos. Be, it sh- <laughs> snappy poos as sponsored by Snaggle Poos. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. Like, has anybody got like any of those crazy snappy poos? I just need some snappy poos or else my 4th of July isn't going to be as spectacular. <laughs> snappy poos. Oh, God. Snappy poos. <laughs> snappy poos also sounds like a delicious cereal. <laughs> I could use a bowl of snappy poos. I could use a bowl of snappy poos as well. Yeah. So, uh, needless to say, yes, I, it, it seems like we've established that you were the big firework family. My family was not. My family did, however, enjoy going to see fireworks. Did okay. your family go to see fireworks at all? Yes. And the thing that I was always intrigued by was the fact that we would burn people in effigy, apparently, with like the shape of their face in fireworks. Do you what, recall this? Well, what? <laughs> you don't ever remember... We would go to a place called Brandenburg Park, okay, which was on the water, and okay. they would have their normal little fireworks show. Yeah, and they always had like those, uh, like a barge or a raft or something out in the middle of the lake or the sure. pond. Yeah, and they would burn like, "Hey, happy Fourth of July!" And it would be like that in like sparklers, and it might burn for like thirty seconds and then go out. But they would also sometimes do like. Since it was the 4th of July, like, patriotic type people. So, like, there would be, like, the head of George Washington or the head of Abraham Lincoln. Well, I don't. <laughs> you never, never saw this? No. So, like, it would be like a like a sparkler outline of the head? or Yeah, it, like, the whole thing. Like, kind of like if you can picture, like, on, like, a Macy, not to crisscross and cross the streams and go holidays yeah, on you. Sure. But, like, if you could think of, like, a... a um, a wreath or something in the shape of like that certain person's face. Okay. And then they lit it a fire. Oh, and it, as it and burned, it burned it like and it, you could like see that person for like you know thirty seconds. Okay. Kind of like okay. the silhouette of. Oh, I see. Of so George like, Washington. So same thing like when you took a sparkler and you wrote your name in the air. Exactly. And it hung around after your eyes could still see it. Yeah. It was... So so nothing moved, but it was gotcha. almost as if like yeah. they had like a, a stencil. Okay. And they lit it ablaze. Yeah, that's bizarre. No, nothing. You I've never, never saw that. Encountered anything like that. You, did you ever see like anything like that where no. it was like the the American flag no. or really just just boom explosion fireworks? Did you only watch the fireworks like blues. on Channel Four? No, I actually went to firework places. But you never saw these things like out in the middle of the okay. No, no. I, I'm not crazy. I know well, what I, I saw. You didn't say. You I were. know what I saw. <laughs> Sounds interesting, though. It was great. So I uh, I remember one time when we uh, we were kind of we were driving back to our house, I think, uh, from a Fourth of July party that we had attended, and I saw some fireworks out in the distance, and I was like, "Oh, Dad, let's go check those out, right?" And they were blowing them off at some park or something like that. 
So we pull up, and it's me, and it's my brother Kevin at the time, and my mom is sitting there, all preggers, with one of my brothers. <laughs> Which one? Justin. Oh, shout out to JB. Um, so um, Justin decides as the fireworks. Wait, are going he off, was inside your mother's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my mom's preggers with Justin, and Justin decides while Frank is enjoying these wonderful fireworks, he's going to make his debut to the world. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we have to cut fireworks show short because my mom's got to go run to the hospital. And deliver friend of the show, Justin. And uh, I had to miss fireworks. And I've never forgiven him. In fact, in fact, because his birthday is July 5th, uh, I have a day that's called Frank Day. And I made it July 2nd. So Frank Day now overshadows his birthday. And it is my second. revenge. This is, this is the absolute most petty thing I've ever heard from you. Poor friend of the show, Justin. <laughs> That'll teach you to ruin my fireworks. Wait a second. You totally sandbagged this to the point where you're like, I got nothing to talk about for the 4th of July. Your brother was born. <laughs> but he was born on the 5th of July. But there was a story to it in he which you it. went to watch fireworks. <laughs> and he stole it from me. And so now Frank Day is July 2nd and it overshadows. It's because Frank Day celebrated for like a week straight. So that's what he gets. Here's a here's a little. I'll, I'll say it, audience. You're you're. <laughs> here's here's a little uh, here's a little fun uh, uh, Bonnie fact for you. Okay. All of us are born either the day before or the day after a holiday. Exception of two people: my dad and my youngest brother Nick. So my mom is born on October. 30th, if you're um, from Detroit, uh, Devil's Night. So she's born on Devil's Night. Uh, I was born the day after Thanksgiving that year. So Thanksgiving is the last Thursday of every November. And that year I was born, it was Thursday, November 28th. So I was born the day after. My brother Kevin's born the day after Christmas. And Justin is born the day after Fourth of July. Very easy to remember my family members' birthdays. And okay. some of them, okay. then they get, like, you know, doubled up on presents. Uh, yes, although it doesn't feel like that. Like, Kevin, I think, suffers the worst having the birthday right after Christmas. I would never want that. So a lot of times, like, family members would be like, hey, this is your birthday and Christmas present. And, you know, in all fairness, possibly it might be a better gift. But as a child, then you're only receiving one yeah. gift. While my sister was still with us, I constantly would do that. Like, my wife would be like, why are you spending so much? I'm like, ah, she's got a birthday right there. So I can justify spending a little bit more. Well, it's kind of combine it there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you kind of avoided the whole, you know, what's your favorite firework? And if you don't have a favorite firework... Well, mine was only the, the bigger ones, and it was the... We get it, the Weeping Willow. Yeah, you couldn't afford it. So, <laughs> or, 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 okay, you want the other one? Snappy Poos. Snappy Poos. <laughs> hey, hey, that's hi. Snappy Poos. Love me some 
Snappy Poos. How many times can we say Snappy Poo in this podcast? Hashtag Snappy Poos. <laughs> snappy Poos. I feel like Snappy Poos would be a big hit down in Ferndale this holiday season. Snappy Poos. That's your friend, Waxers. That's your friend. Love people. <laughs> My favorite of the 4th of July fireworks yes. would have to be the uh, aforementioned snakes. Ah, you did like the snakes. The snakes were amazing. It wasn't just a hot burning piece of garbage. Yes, it was. And they what was stood so exciting there, about that? They stood there and they like practically like it was opening up a gate to hell and that snake would come up out of the sidewalk and like and it would like it was just like this molten ash that would come up out of nothing and it would like look at you and stare into your soul and then slowly blow away in the breeze as the breeze kicked up and you couldn't see it anymore. I I, I think you're remembering this different than it's what totally, snakes no. actually were. I've got some upstairs. We're going to do it. You lit one on fire. It gurgled out some black ash. Maybe it rose three inches. Yeah, off. it was like ten feet. Okay. I know. It and was. then it just petered out and yes, then a, it wouldn't even be a, a, a stiff breeze, no, if no. you will. I think it was just a light uh, a, a mouse farted and then all of a sudden <laughs> the snake <laughs> fell down. Why, that was your favorite? Come on. You you came from Roman candle fighting. Yes. I had envisioned like your favorite was oh this one time my uncle brought a grenade and we threw it <laughs> no. into a field like no. that was going to be your favorite. So there were snakes. Yeah. There were little toy tanks. Okay. Do uh, you remember toy tanks? Maybe. Man, you that. are man. You got to have a good proper Fourth of July one of these years. We got to do this. We got to do it for your kids because I feel terrible for your kids right now. You, you need to man up. Could you put were tanks like snappy food? No, it's, tanks were like little cardboard tanks. Okay, and they would have like little wheels on them and look like a little tank. Did, the, did they roll? Yes, they did. So they would. There was like uh, like two projectiles, kind of like bottle rockets. Yeah. At the back of them. Okay. Okay. So it would time it out to where you would light it, and it would go and it would light the charges to the back, and it would. And the tank would roll forward, and then at the very end, the little cannon would go. Oh, this sounds pretty interesting. It was pretty cool. So it was fun. They they'd have like little boats, like little battleships, where you would light it, and they'd have like little guns that would. Go, yeah. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean no? I don't know. Does it? Does it, could it? Could it blow up and blow your finger off? No. It's. I don't want to do it. Unbelievable. And the other thing that we would do would be um, that I was a big fan of mm. jumping jacks. Oh, physical exercise? Jesus Christ. What is the matter with you? Oh, no, this is where you. you... <laughs> you don't remember jumping jacks? No. That's like, you, no. So. <laughs> explain jumping people jacks. People despise me. you with such a passion right now. It's Ex not even Explain funny. jumping jacks. So jumping jacks, they would look like firecrackers. Okay. But you would put one on the ground and you would light it. And it would spin. It would, woo! 
Oh, and it okay. would fly up. Yeah. Out, like so, there would be sparks flying out of the yeah. end of it, like it red, blue. Yeah. It'd get to a certain elevation. All of a sudden, like a like a second magical charge would kick in. Woo! Go up even further. Yeah. Jumping jack. Okay, I remember them now. I just called those spinning wheels of death. Chinese lanterns? No. What are those? You never had a Chinese lantern? Explain them. Maybe I've seen them. So Chinese lanterns? Yeah. You would like hang these from like an awning or something like like a, a gutter? Okay. And so you hung these on your home. <laughs> and lit I, them on fire. On your home, probably practical people would hang them like at the end of a stick or something yeah. away. And you would light them and they would spin around. There was like a bunch of bottle rockets and, and a bunch of sparks flying everywhere. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, it would drop open. It would like expose itself. And a dragon. And, and there was <laughs> not a dragon. It would look like a Chinese lantern. Ah. And it would be hanging from your. How long did it stay lit as a Chinese lantern? I, I don't remember if there was like a light inside of it that lit, but like it would just like. So it was like flat. Yeah. And then it spun, and as it spun, all of a sudden it would be like. It would grow out to the, the weird lantern. Yeah, so it would. But form no, into a lantern. But no dragons came out. No dragons. What are the fireworks where the dragons come out of them? Uh, that was probably the movie Mulan by D- the Disney company. Or Lord of the Rings. Or Game of Thrones. Do they have fireworks in that? They have dragons. Snappy boots. Cobra! <laughs> You're fucking terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Yeah, so uh, it sounds like you had a lot more exposure to these fireworks. Than lots me. of lots of exposure to fireworks. Speaking of exposure, where are we going next? <laughs> one of the things that I can always prep for this. One of the things that I can always tie back to the Fourth of July would be like hanging out and going swimming. Yeah, I think I did my fair share of swimming on Fourth of July. Yeah, did you enjoy going swimming? Were you uh, an avid swimmer? Um, I, I believe it's pronounced Avad swimmer. And yes, I indeed was uh, an Avad in honor of, swimmer. Uh, in honor of Justin Bonnie week, I'll call it an avid. Oh, look what you just swimmer. Did. Look what you just did. That's nice. But we'll go back to Avad because, uh, we are still celebrating Frank day. I tried. Time. I tried. Sorry. So Avad swimmer. Uh, I enjoyed, uh, some swimming. I, I did most of my swimming as, as we all know, I grew up in Warren. And uh, not many of my friends had pools. And so, uh, you know, unless we let the um, water that spewed out of the fire hydrant pile up a lot, there was not much swimming that we did in Warren. So I did a majority of my swimming up north in lakes. You never went to, like, the Parks and Rec Center there? On never Warren? went to the Parks and Rec Center. Mile oh, or no, whatever? Never went there. Oh, you know where we did go was, I believe it was called Metro Beach. Yeah. Remember Metro Beach? Oh, yeah. We would go there to go swimming occasionally. The filthiest beach in the nation, apparently. Yeah, it's just like, that's just straight up poop water. Every other day it shut down because it's poop water. It's straight up poop water. Like, Ugh. That's just, it's, yeah. Talk about snappy poop. <laughs> that's Metro Beach. So I did a lot of my swimming, not in a pool, but uh, in lakes. But I did swim uh, often. How did you feel about swimming in lakes? Ooh, hated it. Still hate it to this day. Um, anytime something touches my Ooh. foot that Ooh. is mucky or 
uh, crayfishy or just seaweedy, um, any of that garbage, just get me the hell out of the water. So here's the thing. I'm trying to currently open my pool. Yeah. And I moved into this house last August. Okay. And my neighbor told me when I was getting ready to open the pool, he Mm -hmm. said, I wouldn't be surprised because apparently this pool hasn't been open for about four years. If when you take that cover off, there isn't a dead body in there. Yes. So this is the fear that I've been wrestling with. Now, being a first-time pool owner, I've had pools growing up. My dad always took care of the pools, so Mm -hmm. I didn't have to because he was a great father in, in that sense. But I wish I would have paid attention because it probably would have saved me some money over the course of trying to get this pool open. Sure. Where I'm at currently, I'm still trying to get some of the leaves that were inside of this pool out out of this pool. Is there still water in that pool? Oh, there's yeah, it's full water. Okay. And I, I'm fighting like the chlorine battle, so I, I keep giving it chlorine every single day. Then shocking it weekly? Not shocking it weekly because you don't need to shock it if you get it to that point where it's good. So I've got it to the point where it's good. My problem is right now that I, I've got a filter that is substandard, so I've ordered a replacement filter. Okay. Going so you're to replace it. This Fourth of July, I can swim in your pool. Um, possibly. the The pool, the filter is on its way. I'm hoping that the the filter, no pun intended, will turn the tides, and I will be able to pun swim in it. Intended. Yes, I will be able to swim in it in confidence. Nice. As it is currently, I still know that there's some leaves down there. Okay. And I'm still trying to get to the leaves. Gotcha. And the water is clear, but yet it's cloudy. And cloudy to the point where you can't see past maybe like two feet. I think you're confusing clear and cloudy. No, it's clear for like the first two feet. And then below that two Ah. feet, it's cloudy down there. Gotcha. So I know that there's stuff down there. I can't get to all that stuff down there. And whenever I try to go over and get those leaves up and out of said pool, yeah. it stirs up like this deep darkness, which can only be described as like when, uh, what was it in, like, was it Lawnmower Man where like the bees flew out of that guy's mouth yeah. and they were like all over the place? Yeah, bees in the mouth. Lawnmower yes, Man. that that feels like that when I like finally find like a patch of leaves that are down at the bottom of the the pool and I start to bring it up to get it out of the pool in like this big deep dirt grudge of just mud and muck just gets stirred up and it's like what did you do again what real quick lawnmower man story (laughs) bees in the mouth I snuck into Lawmore Man with a couple of my buddies, um, and one of my buddies who um, has since passed away, may he rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, during uh, that part um, where the bees come out of the mouth of the guy, um, he had uh, eaten a just huge tub of popcorn, and the bees came out of the mouth. Not only did the bees come out of the mouth on that screen, well, lots of stuff came out of his mouth oh. in the theater right next to me, and I was oh. like, oh, God, and we're done with Candyman. Candyman or Lawnmower Man? Uh, I think it was Candyman. Lawnmower Man is what I was talking about. I thought that's uh, where the bees were at. Yeah, I think it was Candyman. Bees in the mouth. Maybe I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. I totally defer to your judgment on this one. I just remember there being bees in somebody's mouth and like, brrr, and like a swarm of bees coming out. So that's what I'm envisioning is this <laughs> cloud of muck just turning into like a cloud of bees. So you but, swam on 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> We swam a lot. 
And where did you swim mostly? We would go to the neighbor who was uh, another redneck, apparently, and we would just go swimming, and we played a lot of swimming games, like Marco Polo. Yeah. And like we would, hey, we're gonna do handstands and like walk on our hands yeah, in the pool. It was always fun. And for some reason, and I, I, I'm not sure why, I still don't understand it, but part of me kind of does because all I really think about when I get my pool open is I want to have my nephew open. Yeah. Or I want to have my nephew yeah. over and I want to somehow bear my ass. <laughs> just, no, just for no, just, just because. Just because apparently that's the thing that us hillbillies do. There was a lot of handstands where, like, I'm going to do a handstand. Hey, everybody, watch me do a handstand. And he would do a handstand. My cousin would be like, oh, look at his ass. Like, his swim trunks aren't on his ass. <laughs> That's what happens. Or, like, I'm going to do a somersault in the pool. And like, one somersault, two somersaults. Three is about to bear yeah, ass. It is, yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't matter. It, bear it, ass is all over the place. A bear ass is going to come whether you want it or not. Every single time you go swimming. It's, it's just terrifying. I can't understand why it was a thing, but it was the thing. It was a literal thing. The only thing that could be more terrifying would be like the bare-ass Marco Polo experience, where it was intentional bare-ass, like, Marco? Where you just held it out there and no, you said... No, no, no. Marco? Marco? I was gonna say you can't like you have to respond, <laughs> otherwise you're cheating. Marco, Polo. oh god, it's a bear ass. <laughs> That's uh, the worst. Um, what was it? If you, yeah, <laughs> it's nothing like reaching out and just grabbing a handful of bear ass. No. Um, oh, you don't grab it, Marco Polo. You just you're tippity tap feeling, and you hope you just don't. Okay. There's no insertion. Well, you know, Grabbing, feeling. No penetration. Touching, feeling, squeezing. Do I need to do my Steve oh. Perry impressions? <laughs> Please. <laughs> go. Oh, I'm not. Oh, not. No, you oh, gotta go loving, night. touching, and squeezing now. <laughs> no, I wanted to sing. Anywhere you want it. Okay. <laughs> and we're back Don't in Ferndale. Bare ass and Marco Polo Sassin. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> wow. All right. I got nothing. No. Take it away. <laughs> All right. So swimming. Swimming was a thing. What else was a thing on 4th of July? For me, 4th of July was huge. I, I was a big golfer. Okay. And the people that taught me how to golf would be my Uncle Ronnie and my cousin Todd. And later in life, not so much that she taught me but my cousin Todd's wife, Brenda. And the four of us, my Uncle Ronnie, who was not cousin Todd's father, okay. but that was his nephew, my cousin from another relation, and his wife, Brenda, as we've established, would go golfing every 4th of July. It was our thing. Sounds like a fun tradition. We would come out to the, the wonderful Kapak, and we would go to the finest golf course that Kapak had to offer at the time. Which was? Deer Creek. Okay. Nine holes. Perfect. Of countryside. Nine holes and still had a cart though, right? Yeah, we yep. still had a cart. Yeah. <laughs> Nine holes and we, it was, it, 
I, I grew up on that course. So for me, like that was like when I think of golf, that's what I know. It's last time I checked, it was still there. It's not taken care of very well. But it was good enough to where like I can take my wife there now and try to teach her how to play golf. So it's fun. It, it's got very, very sentimental feelings to me. But we would go there every 4th of July. I can vividly remember I would wake up early. We would make our, like I was responsible for making the tea time. Oh, go ahead and make the tea time. I would make the tea time. And my Uncle Ronnie would get there usually before everybody else. And he'd be there. We would always have family over for the 4th of July. So it was a big family type day. My yeah. mom would get up early and she would start preparing like stuff for the barbecue. Uh, my uncle would be there and he'd be waiting. So I can remember like as I'm getting ready, like as I set my alarm, sure. I could hear him out there just shooting the shit with my mother. And just those were great memories for me. Just hearing him and like I'm in the mood for like this is the 4th of July. Yeah. And I would always ride with him. God bless him. My uncle was extremely racist. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I will disavow him for that sure. sentiment. What my uncle did give me was a big fiery passion for swearing, <laughs> cussing. Just my uncle could paint a picture with words. And it was incredible. It was just with something dirty words. with lots of dirty words. My my cousin's wife, Brenda, God bless her. She's a good Italian woman. Okay. My wife is a good Italian woman. Yeah. My uncle, we were, we're about the furthest thing from any kind of nationality ever. We're, we're hillbilly. Just, we're redneck. We're, we're, You're straight up redneck. You, it, it's very similar to the leaves that I stir up at the bottom of my swimming pool. We're just a mix of just about everything. Gotcha. So I didn't know like a whole lot of like, oh, I'm 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 Italian and stick out your chest and yeah. and feel this pride in being anything. I was nothing. Gotcha. We were just Wallens. <laughs> so my uncle and I, if you've ever been golfing, you probably have fallen into something like this. Where it's a foursome. You go yeah. out in a foursome, so yeah. it's two golf carts, and sure. there's two people in each cart. Yeah. And the two people in the one golf cart will just usually be very catty about the people in the other golf cart. Of course. That's and it's just what like, you're supposed to do. what What the hell are they doing? Jesus, what, yeah. why is it taking so long? Why? Do we have to really look for the ball this long? Come on. Can just we drop. just just get Six in stroke. the freaking cart? Why are you so stupid? And my uncle Ronnie would <laughs> my uncle Ronnie would emphatically just be like, "This dumb fucker just doesn't know what the fuck she's doing." <laughs> every nightmare we bring her in, every nightmare she just takes more and more time. It takes—I swear to God—it takes her more time to swing a nightmare. Oh, good shot, Brenda. <laughs> hey, so tell me if this is not a good idea for a golf course. Nighttime golf course. Where you hit glow-in-the-dark balls. The outside, like the boundaries, like the fairway and stuff, is um, you've got a, a strip of like neon that kind of lights it up. You've got just a black light over the green. 
a spotlight black light over the green, and you golf at night. That's how fun the flag's all lit up. I'd do that. I want to do that. I don't know if that if it's that extensive, but they have that. Do they? Yeah. Who stole my idea? I don't think anybody stole that. Someone stole that. I no, that I'm, idea. I'm pretty sure that's been around for quite a while. Created it ten years ago. I've got the napkin. I can show you. I don't think that that's going to hold any kind of water in a claims court. <laughs> they have something like that? Let's go do it. Um, yeah, where I'll where go is do it. it? Let's find it. Let's podcast from the glow-in-the-dark golf course place. <laughs> and pause. And we're back, and we're live at the Glow in the Dark podcast, the, the golf place. That'd be awesome. Yes, it would be awesome. The power of audio engineering. Ah, yes. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm not going to Google it at this moment. Back. Well, we don't have to. So, all right, cool. That's cool. Golfing was a big thing for you. Uh, it, it's fun to have those little tiny things, like you said, the whole thing where you were you'd be waking up in the morning and you could hear your uncle downstairs like yes it's moments like that that you can instantly be brought back to that's the whole part of getting nostalgic about things it's you can you you've bottled and captured that memory and you can relive it at any point in time you start thinking about it every year for the fourth of july i will get up and i will just be kicking myself that i'm not somewhere on a golf course just myself and maybe two other people. Like I, I don't need a foursome because yeah. like my my uncle Ronnie had that kind of presence where I can still hear him to this day after every shot that I take. Like oh, good shot, Joshy. Just I, I can hear that echoing, and yeah. I, I've kept uh, a few clubs that he's handed down to me, and I, I, I'd have a really hard time giving them up. Like uh, some of my buddies, and you probably have like a nice fancy putter. I don't have a very fancy putter. I've got the putter that my uncle Ronnie handed down to me, and it's he always said my uncle Ronnie he he had a lot of money and he didn't spend it on a ton of things, but he spent a ton of money on golf clubs. So he would literally have probably like I'm not even exaggerating. He would have ten to twenty putters. It's a lot of putters. Ten to twenty putters, and he would just sit there, and he would have like you know a little golf hole or whatever you know the the one that you would buy at the store like a practice hole. Yeah. At the end of the hall, and he'd have his ten to twenty putters at the other end of the hall, and he would just sit there, and every every couple like hours or whatever, he'd just get up and go over and like play with a different putter, and whichever one he, like he liked, he would like put in his bag, and like whichever just, one was like. Chevy Chase, Caddyshack, Colin. No, 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 no. You would grab it. Exactly. Go with it. He would just go with that. That's how he chose his putter. His his putter was like a revolving member of his bag. It was amazing. You know what was something that was hard for me to choose? What ice cream I wanted off the ice cream truck. And when I think of 4th of July, often I am brought back to the ice cream truck. Remember the ice cream truck? Oh, yes. Remember how amazing the ice cream truck was? There's an ice cream truck right now, so I'm, I'm temporarily, I've said it before, living in Roseville, Michigan, and there's an ice cream truck that comes around our parts. You know what time it comes around, though? 6.30 to 7.30. Fucking like 9.15 in the evening. What kid is going to be up at 9.15 
to go get some ice cream. Well, I mean, that, you're not marketing correctly. Well, no, they probably are marketing correctly. That's the whole shtick with ice cream trucks. you got to go where the people are willing to spend money at that time. So, obviously, somebody has set a precedent on your street that they're not willing, like, you're a low-priority street. Yeah. You need to get yourself bumped up to the higher priority. Yeah, well, we're moving on up <laughs> to the ice cream. I, uh, how many episodes are we in? And it took, what, so what was that now? Like, said that would have been seven. This is the eighth episode. This is the eighth, yes. It took eight episodes to get a Jefferson reference. I'm sorry. That's where, that, shame. Slacking. Shame. Shame. Ding, 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 ding. Shame. Sorry. Ice cream truck would come around. Uh, we were prime spot when I was growing up in Warren. It would come around at the prime time. It was usually like uh, right after dinner. It was a, it was the sweet spot, you know, the, the, the spot that everyone always wanted. That's what I got. When the ice cream truck came around, what did you want to get? What did you go to? There's one that's like head and shoulders above every, every thing else and then there's a couple other ones that are like honorable mentions the one (laughs) a very large build up here you're dancing get the macho man windy savage because nothing tastes sweeter than a good cup of coffee from the macho man yeah Bravo, my friend. Bravo. Yes, the uh, the WWF ice cream bars were great. Macho Man was one. You get one in Hogan, like uh, Ultimate Warrior. What were the other? I mean, there was Ravishing Rick Rude. Ravishing Rick Rude. Which who? Which guy would ever want to put Ravishing Rick Rude? Ferndale. <laughs> <laughs> Love some Ravishing Rick Rude in my shout mind. out to Ferndale. Hi, <laughs> Snagglepuss. <laughs> Snagglepuss. Scoundrel. Uh, show. Um, so my go-to at the ice cream truck, I had two that were staples for me. Uh, one was the, uh, strawberry shortcake bar that you could get. Tasty as an adult, not as a child. Oh, as a child, I ate that fish up. Uh, the second one was they sold like, it was almost, uh, like a, basically like a pint of ice cream, the Superman ice cream. But... The thing about it now, and you can see I'm, I'm having issues right now. <laughs> I was going to say, you, <laughs> folks, Frank looks somewhat like he's, he's, he's got, like, he's, he's lost all of the moisture from his tongue. Like, it's so, completely dry. So, here's here's what happened. When they when they gave you that ice cream, they gave you that ice cream with a wooden, uh, wooden, <laughs> yeah, wooden spoon. To, to now, as an, like, as an adult, it's you literally make making me like dry heat as an adult like to to put to put that wooden spoon on your mouth like um oh god jeez man i'm telling you like heebies followed quickly by the gb's like bad juju stuff um but i loved it as a kid but now just thinking about that like i don't remember i don't remember the wooden spoon for much of anything other than the yeah, it came with a screwball too. Did yeah. you ever have screwballs? Yeah, screwball was my that's my runner up. Yes. Screwball. So screwballs screwballs and anything else with gumballs. Yeah, any anything like at the time that was like a face on a stick with gumball eyes. So yes. 
And, and that still carry over, carries over to this day, if yeah. you're not aware. Oh, you, they still got faces with the gumball eyes? Hold, please. <laughs> Need to get the, the fresh reaction when I show this picture, so bear with us. So, the picture I'm about to show you is the other side of the gumball face. Oh, <laughs> wow. Look at that. So, you actually legit... Are, how recent is this picture? This was within the past two years, I believe. Josh is showing me a picture of himself chomping down on one of Batman's ears. So, uh, yeah. Um, we've still got these face... Popsicle, delicious things with gumball eyes to this day. It's yes. still, they're still rocking strong. How the, is the funny thing about that, it was delicious. And the gumballs are still absolutely terrible. <laughs> they're the worst things ever. In you, fact, like you bite into them, they crack your teeth. Yes. You can you can chomp on them for five minutes tops, and then you have to spit it out. Oh, because it loses its flavor. See, now, this is... Uh, this leads me down a path of anger. I don't want to go down the path of Well, anger. before you go down the path of anger, I, I sent that picture to my brother. Yeah. And within 20 minutes, I got the response text picture back that my nephew had to have one. And he had to drive <laughs> him to just about every 7-Eleven in the area to until he found one. it. Yes. Did they ultimately find one? They found one. And I got the picture of my happy nephew ending. back where he's chomping down on Batman's ears as well. I love happy endings. Yes. What doesn't have a happy ending is any time they try to add stuff to ice cream that shouldn't be there, such as gummy bears or oh. gummy worms. Oh, Cold Stone Creamery is the worst for that. All that does is it turns your that gummy bear into a solid piece of non-edible gelatinous gross. Who thinks that gummy bears or gummy worms have any place in ice cream. Gummy nothing should ever go in an ice cream. Seriously, you, the extent of, of items in ice cream is nuts and raisins, and that's about it. Mar marshmallows, I can see. Marshmallows. When I was growing up, I used to go to a, uh, a place that was off of, it was close to 12 Mile and DeQuinder. Um, I think it's still there. I think it's called Shakers now. But it used to be a, there was an ice cream place and it had cartoon characters on the outside of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, have you been to that place? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a Shakers now and it has like dinosaurs on the outside. There was like a school, um, like a church school behind it or something. Uh, a lot of, a lot of these mom and pop ice cream places tend to blur together. So yeah. part of me feels like I've probably been there, probably but I don't want to say for certain if I have. When I was younger, I would go there, and I would actually, they had the equivalent of a, a blizzard there. Yeah. I don't know what they called it, but I used to get nerds inside of mine. Nerds? Yeah, and it was spectacular up until you got to the very end, and most of the nerds had sunk to the bottom, Ooh. and then it's just, a, like, it's way too much sugar, even for Ooh. a young child. So I would, I, I would eat it to the extent of, like, I would leave about a quarter of it there, because at that point in time, it was not good, but... You know, three quarters of that was just pure bliss. Last quarter was pure awful. I, I recently had a peanut butter parfait. Ooh. Like the, That's from Dairy Queen. Yes, the peanut butter bar mm -hmm. where, like, they make them in the, each individual store. And then they freeze them and you can buy them individually. Delicious. My favorite was the Mr. Misty from Dairy Queen, ah, where it was Misty. like the rival of the Slurpee. So yeah. it wasn't necessarily a soda. It was more like a, a flavor. Yeah. Give me a grape Mr. Misty 
or a lime, Mr. Misty, any day of the week. Yeah, if you tried to recapture this by doing anything like a, say, like a Sonic or something oh, like that, no, no. doesn't even compare to that. No. The, the only thing Tomato recently... <laughs> Nothing compares. <laughs> the only thing that, that recently holds a candle to yeah. anything from my childhood in terms of frozen treats, the Werner's Slurpee from 7-Eleven. By far the greatest thing ever if you mix it with Red Stag. <laughs> oh, God. God every, why does everything come back to Red Stag? <laughs> because it's delicious and it's all-American. Listen, we couldn't... We, we went right to ice cream. But let's be honest. You, you, you can't have any pudding until you eat your meat. You can't eat your meat <laughs> if you can't have any pudding. Wait, no. Oh, no. no wait a second. <laughs> That's Bill Cosby uh, singing Pink Floyd. You can't give me the pudding if it's a hungry. You can't eat the jello pudding without hey, the meat. Hey, hey. Okay. It's a hungry. <laughs> We're gonna sing a song for you. Bill's gonna show you a thing or two. Don't skip? take his pills, cause God knows what'll happen. Do you skip topical on the Nostalgia Wax podcast? Nah, 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 gonna have a good time. <laughs> so we couldn't. So we couldn't have ice cream in, until we ate our meals, right? And Fourth of July was filled with some pretty damn good meals, right? In hindsight, I can't imagine what my family was thinking because, like, me personally, I'm a steak guy. Yeah. My dad ingrained in me that I was a steak guy. Every time we would go out, that's that's what I felt like. You have to go out and you have to have yourself a good steak. But for me, like, I go out and now it has to be a very, like, good steak somewhere. Yeah. I can't settle for half-assed steak. Sure. Like, my dad, I can remember, we would go to, like, Ponderosa, and he'd be like, oh, this is a good steak. I'm like, now I'm thinking to myself, my dad probably suffered through a lot of terrible steaks yeah. just for the benefit of the family being able to all eat a steak. Yeah. So, if you go and you have yourself a delicious meal somewhere, and you have a, yourself a good steak, by all means, take a moment, savor it. Mm -hmm. Because, for me, every holiday damn near every holiday really revolves around red meat mm -hmm. and a delicious steak. No matter what the cut is, it can be a lot of different things. But for me, steaks are where it's at. And growing up, that wasn't the case, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, nor for me. I uh, One of the reasons being my mom really didn't care too much for steak. And we were the kind of household that it was kind of whatever mom liked is what we... God. I really feel like I need to time travel and go back and like take you in and like just be like take you away from the Bonnie family and look let's go have steaks and light off firecrackers <laughs> and shoot each other with BB and guns. shoot each other with BB guns. Um, so I did have steak, but I it was it was few and far between with the steak. I remember a lot of burgers. A uh, lot of lot of hot dogs. I also remember not so much the gas power grills that everyone cooks with now. I remember more so the charcoal grills. Did you ever go to like a park? Yes, and use like <laughs> and the use grills like that, that were like standard. There. Yeah, whoever used you use those. Oh yeah, I'm, come on, man. I'm I'm pretty sure I've eaten stuff off of that. 
granted there was lots of foil laid down on those grates but oh my goodness it uh yeah where you just you know you put the charcoal and the ones at the park yeah people use those they're called me you drive you drive heaved over wooden spoons and yeah. the only thing separating yourself from, from a wooden spoon and those charcoal grates is hopefully yeah. a decent temperature well yeah you know you burn that out you burn that out oh you, you spray the lighter fluid in there and then you light it or you know i i, I bring uh you know we invite gasoline water bottle friend and he just sprays some of that into it, and <laughs> lights it. nelson from down the street <laughs> <laughs> that one yeah <laughs> okay uh, gasoline water bottle friend i i just i don't know how i ever got to this point in life and and looking back my poor father suffered through so many bad meals i'm sure and he he never really he liked grilling but he he didn't take the same pride that i see myself taking like with a, a delivering a meal to the table sure. from from your grill yeah. or i'm a big smoker guy so i've got an electric smoker and i love bringing yeah. people ribs and Luckily enough, I've, I've got a pretty good method down to where people, you know, rant and rave and they talk about my ribs. So, like, do you use any kind of, uh, when you're grilling, mm -hmm. do you have a uh, instant read uh, thermometer at all? Or are you one? Are you old school, like, I just eyeball it and I just kind of know? It's really easy for me because I'm a rare guy. Okay. And my wife is well done. Okay. So, I start with the wife's. Yep. Get hers all cooked. And they usually say, like, if you touch your index finger and feel, like, the pad of your, your thumb there, yeah, that's, like, well. Okay. That's well done. Whereas if, or wait, this is, this is rare. So, that sponginess, that's, yeah. that's rare. Where if you touch your pinky with your thumb, that's well done. Can you feel that? The difference between the two? You have to kind of relax. You're not like pinching. For for our audio listeners, this can sound really weird. <laughs> can you feel so, that? If you take your thumb and you take your index finger and you barely touch them together, <laughs> and then you feel some of the words you just used there. A pad. <laughs> if you feel the pad of your thumb. If it's pinching, it's too much. If it's pinching, it's too much. <laughs> But if you just barely touch the two together, that will feel like a rare steak should feel under the pressure of your fork, your spatula, whatever it is that you're flipping your steak with. What is this voice you have right now that's happening? If you take your thumb and you touch it to your pinky finger, and then you try touching the pad of your thumb. You know what you remind me of right now? You remind me of, uh, I can't remember what the comedian's name is, but he's in the movie UHF. You know the movie UHF? Emo Phillips. Emo Phillips, yeah. <laughs> That's what you were reminding fire me of. Fire hose. <laughs> Get the fire hose. <laughs> So that that's how yes I I put the wife's steak on and the wife's steak gets usually done and yeah. then mine will I I can deal with it if it's undercooked, power through it. Huh, interesting. Yes. Uh, the more undercooked my meat is, the more so um, my uh, uh, stomach, as, as you like to put it, uh, grows its vagina. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Last week we had some delicious steaks. Yeah. I cooked them both. Yeah. Uh, cooked my wife's. She was fine. Cooked mine. I was good. 
I had three beers that night. Yeah. Woke up at about two in the morning. Wanted to die. Reversal. Oh, God. All came back up. Huh? All came back up. Ooh. Ouch. Yes. And right, I, These I, are the steaks you tried to feed me, weren't they? No. Oh, okay. Different steaks. Oh, okay. So, and, and it wasn't one of those things where, I, like, I it didn't taste off yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I know that I didn't drink enough alcohol to where I'd, I'd be, you know, having an issue. Mm-hmm. But I woke up at, like, 2 in the morning, and I really can't point to a whole lot else other than it had to be the alcohol. It had to be the steak. One of the two. Maybe probably a couple parasites you ingested it, it could okay. be maybe i was in the pool okay. maybe maybe i yeah. happened to yes it's possible uh, i'm blaming the up. pool yeah. i'll blame the pool yeah all right another one bites the dust yes Queen. Uh, one of the big things for me though uh, so we always had like the hamburgers the hot dogs that was that seems to be the staple yeah. sides potato salad oh that's disgusting what oh my god potato salad what's wrong with potato oh salad? oh my god did the, you like coleslaw uh, coleslaw was okay. Macaroni salad? Uh, not macaroni salad. Pasta, Pasta salad, yes. Okay. But like macaroni salad? Oh. Corn? Egg salad? Ooh. Yeah. I can't go with the Oh, egg. no. What about deviled eggs? <sighs> that's just like, that's just like a whole egg salad. <laughs> I, I can, I can eat a deviled egg. Yeah. I don't go out of my way to do so. Sure. What about, uh, baked beans? Baked beans, delicious. Yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, corn on the cob. Oh, of course. You, but you have to take it off of the cop. Why? Because you're a communist? No, because I have terrible teeth and, like, <laughs> I don't want to, like, walk around with, like, things hanging out of my teeth. With stringy things from I, hanging from your teeth. Seriously, all I can ever think of is, like, Ren and Stimpy, where it's, Stimpy, Kevin, watch me eat this curd. This curd is delicious. And he'd have, like, he'd smile, Ren would smile, and there'd be, like, stuff all in his teeth and, like, the, the nerve-ending fairies? And, yeah, oh, I remember that. Ugh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, so... Okay, you're bringing back wooden spoon memories. So me and, and my family, we were hillbillies, so we, like, did a lot of, like, freezing and canning of things. Okay. So we would freeze corn for the winter, so we would buy corn when it was in season. Yeah. And we would cut it off of the corn, and then you have to do a process which is called milking the corn. What is that? What is that? You've never heard of milking the corn? No, because I'm a, because I was born north of the Mason Dixon. Milking the corn means that after you've cut the corn off of the cob, okay, then you have to take like the back of your knife okay. and you have to run it along because there's still like that milk juice, milk juice, on the corn cob, and you have to get that milk juice out and it has to go in with that corn, otherwise it doesn't freeze right. What time period I'm, did you grow up in? I'm look, man, to the Google machine for you, but no. I'm telling you, it's totally factual. All right, factual and factual. Uh, you have to cut it off the cop. <laughs> Anything else that you enjoyed no. on Fourth of July in terms of food? No, no, you're no. just you're. I'm, I'm cashed out. No, cash me cash out. Cash me out. <laughs> no. Oh, you have to pay now. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he, he, she charges people who say that now. Oh, is it like this? Like Gene Simmons? Yeah, like Gene Simmons. Throw up the devil's horns? Symbol, yeah, you have yeah, to pay her. Terrible human beings. <laughs> <laughs> but how about our fantastic human beings who listen to this show? Well, we greatly appreciate that. Yeah. And we would appreciate them even more. It's not asking a whole lot, but no. hey, maybe it is. A couple moments of your time. Go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Subscribe. 
leave us a written review, uh, give us a rating. We prefer the highest of the ratings, but you can rate us however you want. Hey, if we suck, we'll, we'll own it. Yeah, we'll own it. I, I've taken a recent Leadership Fundamentals class, and I would like to uh, reiterate, I'm totally open to feedback mm-hmm. and willing feedback to take a, feedback. Feedback is a gift. If, if, if you give me terrible feedback, hey, I've somehow done something to earn it. Subscribe on iTunes, rate, post a written review, follow us on Twitter. We are at Nostalgia underscore Wax. Tweet at us. We're on the twits a lot. Sometimes later at night, we tweet, we tweet and we twat. Twat a lot at night. Stop twatting. Okay. And we are also now on the Facebook. The book face. The book face. Um, not under Frostballen. We are actually Facebook.com backslash the Nostalgia Wax. So find us on Facebook. Like our page. Follow us. You can rate us on Facebook as well. Leave some comments there. Uh, and uh, if you leave some comments on Facebook, um, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll post something. And if you leave comments there, we may read them on the actual podcast. So it can make you famous for uh, a little bit. Uh, it can make you famous for a lot of it because Nostalgia Wax is not the Frank and Josh show. This is the everybody show. Yes. So if you are available, if you would like to wax nostalgic, get that Nostalgia Wax all up in others' ears. Yes. Let us know. And yes. you can guest on any of the upcoming Nostalgia Wax episodes. God knows Frank can't make it back every single episode. Why do you keep and inviting people to guest on this show? I'm just saying. We need, <laughs> we kind of need like a, a revolving guest spot. And I, I like to think of it as the Nostalgia Wax podcast. And oh. it's this, is, this table, there's three other chairs here. Yeah. Well, I feel one. And the mixing board fills another. Well, the mixing board fills another. And there's two more. Well, those two. Uh, yeah, one one of them is filled by me. I come on the show sometimes. My name's Randy Newman. I sing about things that are happening in my life. I don't even know what the hell just happened here. Show people. <laughs> I, you know what? Okay. Then we also have Cobra. He's here. Wow. Cobra Commander, what do you think about Josh inviting other guests? I don't like it. The, uh, the more you talk as Cobra Commander, the more you're exposed as a terrible Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> well, he's here too. Ah, uh, you know, I, uh, I think uh, no more guests. <laughs> I think no more guests. That's what I think. We're devolving. Folks, (laughs) you 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 reap what you sow, and if you keep on sowing the Nostalgia Wax podcast, Frank will be here for the end of time. Puff him up. You got it right. Or don't. You got it right, Mom. Wow. Okay. Well, until next time, Waxers, wax off. You like American music. I like American music.